Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon! My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex one Pokemon at a time. Uh, usually. Sometimes. Yeah, whoop, whoop. What's that? What's that sound? It's, it's the wacky verse approaching. Wacky alert. Wacky alert. Into, into our universe. Evacuate. <laughs> Everybody, get out. We, we got wacky stuff incoming. Uh, this is a... Uh, we're, we're, we're doing a, a special dip back into the AI Dungeon Pokedex uh, because things... Because it's... It's things time. happened, and yeah. yeah, I don't know. I can't say I can't say topical things because who knows when this episode yeah, this will could appear at any time. Um, but yeah, we're 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 gonna keep recording these as kind of uh, fill-in episodes for when we can't do a regular one for the week. And so, if you're hearing this, then and you were thinking, but they said they were gonna talk about this Pokemon this episode. Well, too bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're doing sometimes, this instead. Sometimes life throws you a curveball, and sometimes life algorithmically generates a curveball yes from pure data exactly uh pure data at you <laughs> um we, we 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 started the the so the premise of the ai dungeon pokedex is that we we i got a I got ai dungeon i created a whole scenario to get it to generate pokedex entries basically um, and we, we did a bunch of them for our 150th episode celebration um, a while back, and uh, but we did not get through all of them because uh, not even really very close to that. <laughs> no, because we, we've generated entries for all of the Pokemon we've talked about on the show so far, and we we have been covering them in in order of their appearance on the show. So we got we're actually a little behind now. Yeah, sorry, not to split hairs, but oh yeah, well, that's that's going to be constant. Uh, but. We got all the way through Gengar, starting with Scyther last episode, and yeah, we're we're gonna dive dive back in. Uh, we're 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 excited to see what improvements um, uh, a robotic mind can make on on the the the, the shortcomings of the original Pokédex. Um, I like that it's just sort of a given that this will be one hundred percent improvements mm-hmm. <laughs> over whatever offerings the Pokédex actual has. Yeah, no robots know best. Um, they don't, <laughs> but. It's uh, it's funny when 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 AI I mean, they thinks don't. when computer thinks it's person, you know. Computer think it person. It's very silly cute. computer. Yeah. Very cute. So I guess let's dive right in. Uh, it feels so strange, yeah. I have to say, to be getting to entries this soon in the episode. You know what I mean? Right, I'm like, well, right. but we haven't done names or sizes or anything. Like, what yeah. Are we- I mean, I could, I could, we could do a quick review of the first Pokemon we're going to be talking about. I mean, Pinsir. I, it, yeah. Pinsir the Stag Beetle Pokemon. You uh, remember Pinsir. Yeah. Pinsir's a big bug with uh, uh, pin, pincers on its yeah. head. <laughs> yeah. Good memory, Will. <laughs> and the worst mouth of any Pokemon. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Terrifying mouth. We, we, we discussed um, a lot, I, I feel like. Um, Just not I, bad mouth. Bad vicious mouth some would say um uh, it's uh <laughs> probably it's pretty yeah pretty I, re- I recall that it had trouble with uh cold and it could toss things far um it grips it grips prey with its pincers until the prey is torn in half mm. yeah this was another one of the um 
sort of grislier. Yeah, the good <laughs> entries. So they do that until it's torn in half. Pinsir also... and Scyther both. Pinsir and Scyther, I feel like I kind of associate. I feel like they're kind of two of a pair. Well, it's because they were both in the Pokemon 2 Stadium minigame where you cut logs. Um, oh, yeah. I think you also uh, could get both of them from the uh, Safari Zone. Yeah, they're both kind of like powerful bug counter types. Or, Bugmans. Yeah, from from the from Generation but 1. But they both also have very... Uh, grisly violent entries. Yes. Pinsir yes. and Scyther both will cleave you in half. Yeah. Well, well let's see if uh, good old AI Dungeon can kind of expound on that a little bit for us here. All right. So we're going to start out again. This is Pinsir. Okay. It constantly stalks its prey, looking for the perfect moment to strike. If it sees an opening, it capitalizes it capitalizes on it immediately, charging forward with incredible speed. Oh, yeah, okay. That's just that's just typical predator behavior. <laughs> that's um, yeah, that would fit into the entries uh, of so many Pokemon. Yeah, right. Like, like I feel like we've seen. We were just talking about this. a predator, I think, on a recent episode, but I I can't name it now because then this will will have time stamped ourselves uh, in time. Uh, not let's let's just say on an episode <laughs> that was not actually really recently. I'm just saying this would slot exa- like I would not bat an eye if this was one of the entries for Crocodile. Yeah, yeah, totally. Immediately, immediate capitalization on on openings, incredible speed, perfect moment to strike. Yeah, all. This all sounds part of the course for 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 powerful predator Pokemon, including Pinsir. Yeah, there's a lot of dangerous Pokemon out there. A lot of dangerous predators out there. Being prey in the Pokemon world is. Uh, it's a bad scene, even in the AI version of the Pokemon world. Yeah, it turns even out the the wacky verse, as I've dubbed it now, um, the wacky verse. Even our friend, the AI dungeon Pokemon robot, who we should maybe come up with a better name for. Mm-hmm. Um, no, some like robot pun, Professor Oak. I know. I immediately so they... got sidetracked and started thinking about that instead of what I was supposed to be saying. <laughs> yeah. Saying. Um, but you know, even, even even our computer friend knows that. Uh, it's real tough out there to be a prey animal in, yeah. in the Pokemon world. Yeah. So, kind of, honestly, kind of a vanilla entry uh, in terms of our AI dungeon uh, Yeah, one of the, stuff. if not the most vanilla entry that we've gotten so far. But um, it's, that's okay because it's going to set us up for the next one, which I really like. All right, so um, this is Mega Pinsir, and again, true to form, the Mega ones are usually a little bit more uh, wet and wild, so let's yeah. see what we've got. Megapinsir. It can focus all of its energy in one powerful strike. It can also rapidly release thousands of punches in quick succession. Whoa! (laughs) It's got options. It is the perfect counter to Mega Evolution. It stops them in their tracks. It renders them unable to fight. It is the ultimate justice. (laughs) I love the rapid fire sentences at the end there. Yeah, it's like the the first half is like regular Pokedex entry. The second half is like Pokedex writer begins frothing at the mouth. <laughs> it's like, you don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> this is the apex. This is the ultimate predator. It's justice. <laughs> it is the ultimate justice. Um, so if you recall, the influence of Mega Evolution uh, leaves it in a constant state of excitement 
says, says Sun version. I was gonna say this um, is the the actual uh, entries for Mega Evolution, Mega Mega Pinsir, Yeah, right? it's it's got it's got wings, but it doesn't fly. Uh, sure, classic. Love that. Oh yeah, Ultra Sun said after Mega Evolution, it becomes able to fly, perhaps because it's so happy, it rarely touches the ground. Which, if you look at Mega Pinsir's face, you might have to look it up again. It looks anything I but say, happy. I don't think that Pinsir has ever been happy. It looks incensed. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> when you but, got a mouth like that, you can't smile very well. Yeah, it's... You know? Yeah, but it's eyes in particular. They've got, like, extra <laughs> stuff going. It's, yeah, intense. Anyway, um, it can do all of its energy into one powerful strike. Alternate or... A thousand punches and I guess it doesn't give like a time frame, but it does say rapidly. Rapidly release thousands in, of punches in quick rapidly, succession. In quick succession, so yeah, it's very very fast, like blah, 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 blah. So yeah, it's um as such the perfect counter to Mega Evolution, which turns out is also Mega Evolution. Yeah, fight fire with fire, right? So mm-hmm. um Stops them in the tracks. <laughs> Unable to fight. Ultimate justice. Yeah, that is gosh, that is a really powerful run there, isn't it? Yeah, the wow. perfect counter to Mega Evolution stops them. It, it 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 almost reads like there's some kind of sinister Mega Evolution threat that needs to be countered. You know, yeah. like the Mega Evolved Pokemon are taking over. Don't worry, I have the ultimate justice. <laughs> A Mega Evolution designed solely to stop other Mega Evolutions. Mm. This is starting um, to sound more and more like an '80s action movie. Yeah, yeah. This is like. Robocop is, Steven is Seagal the vibes I was getting. Ultimate Justice. <laughs> Ultimate Justice. Gosh, he had to make it evolve, even though he swore he never would. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, Mega Pinsir is incredible. Um, yeah, wow. I'm impressed. Way more wild than, than Pinsir was. Then, uh, yeah, well, once you mega evolve, you become the Ultimate Justice. It's a pretty... Yeah. That is What's, a pretty... I mean, it's one thing to be, like, a skilled and incredibly speedy hunter and it's another thing to be the ultimate justice yeah um yeah once you pop you you just can't stop releasing thousands of punches thousands of punches not just a thousand (laughs) right yes that is a that is a a good point that that's worth remembering thousands thousands plural plural. (laughs) mega pincer uh don't mess with don't mess with that one ultimate uh I mean, we all know what ultimate means, probably, but it also sometimes means like final, right? Because like penultimate yeah, is like destination. Second, second to last, right? Yeah, beginning so, or happening at the end of a process, final. Right. It's, so uh, you might fi- say that Megapincer is the final justice. Damn. That all right. has an entire different set of connotations. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, let's, let's 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 slow things down a bit. Let's let's mm. get our pace back to, to one of our one of our old favorites. This is an episode I've gone back and listened to like a couple times, just because I I really enjoy that one. episode for some <laughs> it's, reason. It's a good one because it's a good Pokemon. I have always enjoyed this Pokemon. It's it's Slugma. Slugma. We're gonna slow things down for the Slug. The Lava Pokemon. Um, it would it would cool and harden. Yes, lots of discussion of its ability to regulate its body temperature, which like not great. Yeah, it doesn't have any blood in its body. It just circulates and lots magma. Of discussions of the inside of its body. Yeah, Sapphire version. Slugma does not have any blood in its body. Instead, intensely hot magma circulates throughout this Pokemon's body, carrying essential nutrients and oxygen to its organs. So, blood, no. Organs, yes. Also, liquid inside that is transferring oxygen from organs. I mean, you know, that's functionally blood. Yeah, right. It's 
it just uses lava as blood. Anyway, that's 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 wild stuff to begin with already on Slugma, just from from. And that's uh, just from the regular entries. <laughs> so so let's let's see what the AI dungeon can can stop. It's gonna give us. All right. So Slugma says it is a highly intelligent fire elemental. <laughs> if it sets its sights on a foe, it will never stop lighting it up until that <laughs> foe is out. <laughs> Light them up, Slugma! Light them up till they're out! Do it again! <laughs> it will never stop. This is a really common Pokedex line. It stop. will, If it does this, it will never stop doing yeah, that. It's, and it's, it's, like, it's no surprise that we see this terminology in the AI dungeon, because this is yeah definitely a hallmark of the, the main Pokedex, is, is doing yes. something until uh, you can't do it anymore. No matter what, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting phrasing. It will never stop lighting it up. I mean, do we mean this in the sort of like colloquial way? Yeah. Like, just like it sees a phone, it's like, oh god, the blaze went up real quick. Yeah. It's until the phone leaves. Until they're out. I'm. They're like, listen, this is weird. I'm out. <laughs> that slug's just been like smoking in the corner. I don't. I don't know what's going oh, on here. No. Or lighting but, up like setting on fire, or lighting up like shooting with a gun. It will never stop lighting options. it up. So, I think, yeah, the, it is the foe. It's going to light up the foe. Until they're out. Until they're out. Which is a strange choice, because out makes me think, like, until the fire is out. But it's like, you kept you kept lighting it on fire. It's not Until there's out. nothing left to burn. Right. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Listen, it's a highly intelligent fire elemental. It knows yeah. that perseverance is the key. So it this also is, just... uh, we, we kind of, I, I kind of glossed right over the intelligent fire elemental thing, right. which is actually maybe the wilder half I of love this it entry. Because it's such the opposite... <laughs> image of in my head of what i would think of if a, if a fantasy novel were, were to introduce an intel a highly intelligent fire mm, elemental i would be mm-hmm. like oh okay so slugma is not what it, and would it look looks like, like it looks like slugma <laughs> and i love that i love that <laughs> those those, uh. those huge eyes and and tiny dot pupils belie uh, a masterful intelligence highly of, intelligent of how to repeatedly light someone up you know, I was going to say something about how we have to accept that there are elementals in the world of Pokemon now. Yes. But, I mean, what's an elemental, really? The, Slugma is basically a fire elemental. It's living lava. like what? Pretty much, yeah. It, it is, for all intents and purposes, a fire elemental. So, I guess it's not that wild. I, I mean, depending on what, what you mean by fire elemental, I guess, but... You know, not yeah. in the strict, like, World of Warcraft sense of right. the term, maybe. Right. Or Slugma is... I was Ragnaros. thinking particularly of uh, Heroes of Might and Magic, which is just, like, mm, a humanoid Yes, yes. The fire elementals... Or no, fire. I'm thinking of the earth elementals that you can then turn into, like, magma, magma elementals. Yep. Earth but the earth. fire elementals turn into energy elementals. Yeah, and they're all blue and this electric. This is that good good heroes 3 content that all of yeah. our listeners crave and by all of our like listeners it. i mean me and brayden exclusively and, you know <laughs> they're, they're, we might have some some heroes 3 fans who knows they must exist they have i bet to. there's a huge thriving heroes 3 fandom out there that we just i just don't know about oh there absolutely is um i don't know if it's thriving right now but there's otherwise yeah. that one game wouldn't have just been coming out you know I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, no, I remember, yeah, we like, were looking at that. Yeah. Anyway, enough um, deep cuts. Slugma. Slugma. <laughs> highly intelligent fire elemental. 
with a with a persistent a real, attitude towards foes. A real sick streak. A real yeah. sicko. Yeah. Just wow. Um, good. All right. Slugmo. Uh, vicious and intelligent. Let's let's see what it involves into with with Mag Cargo. All right. Mag Cargo says it eats rocks and soil. <laughs> the more it eats, the more explosive its body becomes. It flicks its tongue to ignite the ground and rocks around it. <laughs> oh, ignite the ground and rocks around it. <laughs> I was I was reading rocks like a oh, verb like, there. Like, a, like it just like, like rocks around. Why did you say around. it like that? <laughs> um, flicks its tongue to ignite the ground and rocks around it. So it burns the dirt and rocks and then presumably after that eats them. I guess, yes. Yeah, cooking them. Uh I guess, uh, but the more it does that, the more explosive its body becomes, which <laughs> seems it's like, like a, a like a cartoon definition of like eating, like like oh, mm, like Squidward mm-hmm. ate too many Krabby Patties and then he yeah. exploded. Couldn't eat another bite. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see if they they mentioned what it ate in any of the original entries, but I don't I don't see anything. I don't know if they did. I don't. I do think it's worth noting that Slugma was a highly intelligent fire elemental, and the first thing we find out about Mag Cargo is that it eats dirt. <laughs> it eats rocks and soil. <laughs> Which I guess doesn't necessarily mean that it's not still a highly intelligent fire elemental, but again, not what I would expect. Listen, from a if, if I could, elemental. if we could ingest and digest rocks and soil, I bet there'd be tons of intelligent inducing minerals and nutrients in there. Mm, yeah. We just don't have the capability to digest it, so it's stupid yeah. for us to eat it. But we're I'm, not an evolved, highly I'm intelligent not, fire elemental. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not slug a slug made of lava. That's. Yeah. I will concede that I am not a slug made of lava. But um, at least you got this silver lining. You don't have a risk of exploding by eating too much. Mm. Yeah, I hope that it can. It doesn't even say the more rocks and soil it eats. It just says the more it eats, the more explosive <laughs> yeah. it. So it's just its body becomes more explosive over its lifetime. Forever Which, until right. it explodes, I guess. It doesn't. It doesn't say that it, like it eats too much. It just says that it eats rocks and soils. Like, it, you know, eventually it might explode if it eats too much. But uh, what are you gonna do? What are you, what are you gonna do? Not my, eat. My cargo's gotta eat. Yeah. Flicking its tongue around. Also, it's like it's lava. So like, if it explodes, like, what are you gonna do? Just get a new shell or something? I don't know. <laughs> like, mm. Just reform. Um, also, yeah, flicking its tongue. Like, I. I guess it does have a tongue. I, I'm looking at pictures of it from from mm. the old info sheet. Yeah. It's like it's got a mouth there's open a and there's a, there's a tongue in there. Um, Sometimes Pokemon I, have tongues. Yeah, which is um, uh, strange. Despite our best wishes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, that's what I was getting at. Yes, <laughs> thank you. And apparently, its tongue can ignite uh, not only the ground uh, but rocks. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> hmm. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, rocks those, don't usually ignite. Maybe there's like a like a kerosene like chemical on its tongue that can that applies to things, and then there's like, like a sandpaper quality the to its tongue, and then in, it kind of like lights goop. it like a match yeah. or something. Um, yeah, some uh, kind of petroleum goop, I guess. And yeah, then ignites that. I just like the idea of like a big snail like flicking its tongue uh, like a snake. <laughs> this sound, seems funny to me, uh, but. That's what we get for Mad Cargo, I suppose. Let's uh, let's keep going here. Our next entry, oh, is our yeah, uh, our, our old friend, friend. and our yours. friend Buizel, Who did we roast Buizel or just Floatzel? 
I we can't maybe remember. roasted both of them. It's this was, quite possible we roasted both of them. This is an early turn. This is, I just, you know, like last time, this has become a fun retrospective, a trip down memory lane of like, hey, remember when we did Bleasel and Floatzel and it was the first time we were ever like, sometimes Pokemon are stupid. <laughs> yeah. You were you were not impressed with, with, with uh, Bleasel's appearance. Yeah, I think I in particular was like, this guy's a dork. Yeah. This guy right here, he's a real dweeb. It swims by rotating its two tails like a screw, so kind of like tails, tails first, the fox, weasel. but tails, but Buizel can't even fly. Like he's just swimming. Like that's nothing. The tails also slice clinging seaweed. Wow, that's pretty uh -oh. neat, I guess. Yeah. Well, let's see if uh, the AI dungeon can can endure it to you a little more. All right. Um, new Buizel info. It has the ability to create small tornadoes with its punches. <laughs> it can also inflame the water around it into a boiling cauldron. Whoa! <laughs> Not sure why it would want to do that. <laughs> that seems like a bad idea. But it can if it needs to. It's kind of like a last resort technique, you know, when when you, you're you facing an unbeatable enemy. It's like, Boil well, yourself alive. This will take me out with it, but it'll boil him, I guess. Oh, wow. So, Bleasel had a lot of uh, hidden power that we were unaware of, turns yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, small tornadoes. It's just like small ones. With Just with punches? <laughs> like, just with boom, punches. Boom. Like, Pokemon are wild. They can, they can do some incredible things. I don't know how small they are. It's like, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, like, a cartoon animation, like a little tornado, like, shoots out of its hand. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. One like a video like game attack or the something. The size of your head or something. Right, but um, but relative to regular tornadoes, it would not have to be that small to be considered a small tornado. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a small I, tornado meet might be like will sized. Right, right. I guess yeah. I I would I would have more. I would be more uh, credulous of this entry if it was creating small tornadoes with its tails. Perhaps that would make but, a lot more sense. Uh, but punches. Maybe it means that it's using its tail to do punches. Maybe. I think it would say... Is that allowed? Well, no. I don't tail think so. Tail strikes? I, I, I think a punch has to be... It's fist specific. A fist. Kick. Certainly a foot can't punch. Right. Nor can, can a, a head. Punch. But a tail? Also can't. That's not no, how it works. I don't works. think so. A punch be, is with the, the, the hand. There's not a specific verb for it, but, you know, a tail strike, tail strike. I suppose. Yeah, I think yeah. that's uh, some video game probably told us that, and it cemented deeply in our brains because we both went to the same word immediately. Right. Um, ground Pound. I I've been watching a bunch of uh, GDQ videos recently. Um, Ooh, and, like, is and, it and Mario on right now? Um, it, 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 or, or it's it wrapping up right now. I, I used to watch GDQ, like... All the time. I'm, I'm going to send you a couple videos that I really enjoyed um, featuring Super Mario World. Um, but oh, awesome! The, yeah, I was watching a bunch of Mario stuff, and they do like ground pounds, and I'm like, yeah, ground pound makes sense. Like that's the term. Like that's, but but growing up and playing Wario and butt despite slam. butt slam was butt the slam. term my brother and I used. Do a butt slam where you you jump up in the air and that is what you're doing. Slam down with your butt. Yeah. But ground pound uh, is a lot more tame, makes a lot more sense, and it rhymes. Uh, but in my head, it was always, it was always uh, butt slam. Ground pound is butt erasure. That's and true. That's I true. Stand for it. And we know that Nintendo loves to erase butts like uh, Solid Snake in Super Smash Bros. Ooh. Um, I, I can't remember if they they reneged on that or, or what. 
but it was a controversy. Anyway, uh, Breezel can can make small tornadoes and boil boil the sea around it for some reason. Boil the very <laughs> sea. Why, why though? Why Breezel? Why Breezel? Why? One of them must have must have done it, and yeah. AI Dungeon witnessed this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, let's let's move on to to its evolution, Floatzel, uh, the sea weasel Pokemon, the weasel of the sea, as they call it. Mm. Uh, it's got a flotation sack um, Dweeb. that it deflates when it dives. Uh, it is known to rescue people and carry off prey, um, and hopefully not get the two confused. Carry off people and rescue prey. Yeah, uh, it's a real lifeguard <laughs> type. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's. I don't. I think this is a particularly wacky entry, but let's let's see what they got. All right, Floatzel. It inhabits the water, only coming out to attack its foe in the air. It attacks by firing a jet of water with incredible pressure behind it. That that's just a Floatzel entry. I believe it. Uh, I would. I do find it slightly surprising that it only attacks out in the air. Seems like you would be in your element under the water, but. well, you, you boil up that water, maybe, and then you go <laughs> no, in the air to then you like, chase them out into spike the them into the water. Oof. Yikes. And yeah, firing a jet of water with incredible pressure behind it, like that's, that's half the entries for water-type Pokemon. Yeah, I was going to say, that is that is standard-issue water-type Pokemon abilities. So it's like... Now, what does incredible pressure mean? That is variable. Unclear. But, What's a small tornado, you know? You know, depending on who you ask, incredible pressure might be like, mm, it destroys mountains. Like blast, yeah, because Blastoise was like punching through like sheets of steel. And I think with its I think Gigantamax more. Blastoise was specifically destroying mountains. Yeah, I think that's with quite, its big cannons. Quite likely. But yeah, uh, not a super funny entry, but uh, uh, it gets the award for you. You made a Pokedex entry. You've done it again. AI Dungeon, good job. Just further evidence uh, that, as we were discussing last time, perhaps all of the Pokedex entries have been algorithmically generated this entire time yes hashtag yes. the conspiracy is Poke real gate Poke, oh gosh never <laughs> oh god lazy devs can't, can't use gate gate in any kind of hashtag ever again <laughs> it's dead it's long yeah. dead bury it with nixon yeah jesus um it should have yeah it should have been buried with him um Can I tell you about I, I put on an episode of futurama recently Oh yeah, and, uh, it's got Richard Nixon in it. It does. I watched an episode where Nixon's running for president, and they like have him on a lie detector for the debate, and they ask him if he would steal candy from a baby. Ah, <laughs> and he's I... like, he's like hedging and hemming and hawing, and he's like, I certainly wouldn't hurt the child, and it's like, <laughs> 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 oh man, tricky dick, you, Nixon, you sly dog, you sl- sneaky dog. Yeah, well, not sneaky enough. Turns out. Mm-mm. Um, should have waited until your opposition party didn't uh, give a hoot about doing criminal activities. Mm, see, as but president. one could argue that uh, Nixon's shenanigans helped create the reality that we now occupy. Mm, that's true. That's true. Sapped the earnestness out of American politics. Well, take me back to the wacky verse. I want to go back to the wacky. Verse. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, let's talk about unknown. Yeah, unknown. The symbol Pokemon, if you recall. <laughs> It's, it's uh, letters. It's letters? It's letters. This it's Pokemon community. is the alphabet? Um, yeah, Diamond, it is a huge mystery whether language or unknown came first. Huge mystery. Doesn't Big mystery. Doesn't seem like it would be hard to solve that huge mystery. 
Yeah. Um, Pokemon scientists, I don't know what you're up to, but it doesn't seem like it's studying unknown and language. Yeah, they're found stuck on walls. They communicate with each other telepathically. As I recall, um, we knew ver- we got very little information about unknown and what it was and what it did. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, unknown do not want to go out to the external world. Uh, mm. It says here, so there's they're enigmatic and. Uh, Hard to find, I guess. But let's let's see what, if the AI dungeon can kind of uh, solve this mystery for Juice us. Juice it for us a little. All right. It is a being of pure energy, birthplace oh. of the unknown language. It can read an opponent's mind and predict their next move. Predict uh, with a capital P. With a capital P, <laughs> notable. Also, I'm, I'm unknown language, both capitalized. Yeah. <laughs> so... Really putting a lot of questions to bed here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> answering a lot of questions. A, it's a being of pure energy. What Good is it? Know. Energy, yeah. It's energy. <laughs> it's pure energy. All right, cool. Also, birthplace of the unknown language, so clearly unknown came first. It It is a birthplace. Mm, yes, the unknown, the unknown language, language was born within unknown. And then presumably we derived our own language from, from that unknown. language. Right, because we use all their letters. Right. Although, I think Pokemon World has its own letters. That don't look like the unknown letters? That don't look like the unknown letters. Because like, it's, it's, it's like Wait, so then and why Star do they Wars. talk about which came first if they don't even realize their letters? I don't know. I don't... I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. So Pokemon... Maybe they, there's still... It's just that that's not the language that's spoken. Letters. In, in those regions. Yeah, I don't want a font. I just want Pokemon World. What do you call an alphabet? An alphabet? I guess so. Deciphering the Galarian alphabet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I I feel like I see some weird symbols here. Someone made a font based on it. Could you say that the uh, human language was born in humans? Are humans the birthplace of English? Uh, I, I guess. Birthplace of the language. Or is this a different thing? I don't... I don't know. Birthplace was a weird word to throw into this mm-hmm, entry. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is, it is a being of pure energy, comma, birthplace of the unknown language. What a... Yeah, there's a lot of fascinating sentence. in that sentence. They're, they're doing a lot of work there with those dozen words. Is pure energy the birthplace of the unknown language? Huh. Hmm. I, I mean, technically, yes. Because unknown is pure energy, and it is the birthplace of the unknown language. So, yeah. Pure pure energy is, like, the birthplace of everything, I think. Uh, Whoa. I don't know. That was deep, Braden. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to, to, to the Wackyverse. <laughs> <laughs> in the wacky verse, we talk about philosophical conundrums and such. Yeah, it's it's like the Twilight Very Zone. Wacky. Welcome. Uh, there was also can... a Twilight Zone bit in that Futurama episode, Brayden. Oh, nice. It was oh, like, welcome to the scary door. Oh no. Um, a known can read an opponent's mind and predict their next move. Like that's every other psychic Pokemon. I feel like true. Um, not so impressive, unknown. Yeah. Like I give a hoot. A hoot hoot. Um, let's uh, let's keep going. I think the we're gonna have to leave the mystery of unknown. Um, 
Unknown's always to, been to a lie mystery. For, for, for yet another day. Yeah, it's not really worth uh, trying to unearth that mystery. They're just letters with eyeballs. Yeah, I mean, they mostly exist because of the Pokemon printer or whatever the heck it was called. Right, <laughs> oh my gosh, the, the worst mystery in the, the history of Pokemon. Yes, the answer um, was uh, a feature that no one wanted. Um, yeah. All right, next up. In Hopip. the algorithm dungeon, Hopip. The cottonweed Pokemon. They they, they float or, they float around on, on gentle breezes. Yeah. And you'll remember them uh, mostly as being a little pile of fluff yeah. that floats around in the breeze, being little, fluff. Little weird pink cat with, with leaves. Uh they they link their leaves with each other to prepare against being blown away sometimes if there's strong winds. Because they don't weigh nothing. They don't weigh nothing. They weigh uh, 1.1 pounds on yeah. average. So, however, we have however, some new information. Yes. Oh, yeah. It has a full arsenal of attacks at its disposal. It shoots out roots that grow and ram. It uses its leafy branches as a shield and shoots out flower petals to confuse its foe. Wow, it's, they really do got a full arsenal, it's huh? It's just shooting out all kinds of plant material all over the place. It's like poison ivy, just shooting roots that grow and ram. It's like, you know how water Pokemon get to blast everybody with these water jets? Why not plant right? jets? Yeah, you know? let, let the plants ram some people. <laughs> and, you know, you got, you got your root rams um, as kind of offense. Your branch shields branch shields and you get a ranged attack with with the flower petals or if, if flower not a ranged petals. attack just like a, a utility like a, confusion yeah like a flashbang <laughs> yeah flower Gosh. petal flashbang <laughs> that's a that's a band mm-hmm. um a band of hoppets yeah so big big shift in vibes from the, the yeah, normal pokedex believe, entries i can't believe hoppet was hiding this arsenal of attacks all this time yeah, I can't remember what we gave it uh, for its deadliness score, but it definitely couldn't goes up after, after this. Yeah, couldn't have been high. Its combat capabilities were, were, were well hidden in those entries. You know, this uh, is stuff that I uh, was missing. I need this information. Yeah, like we need to know what they're capable of. Not just what they what they do all the time. Well, that's good to know, I guess, but... Well, and you know, yeah. uh, the algorithm, the AI dungeon, it realized what we needed. And it said, yeah. I, you know what, Will and Braden, I got you. Here I got you. Go. you. Here's what full Hoppet arsenal can do. of attack. It has a full arsenal of attacks at its disposal, and here they are. It lists right. them all out for us. It's yes. perfect. Great. Love it. Like Wonderful the normal form. Pokedex would have said that first sentence and then just talked about like it, it eats <laughs> leaves. <laughs> Sometimes it gets Give blown us... away by the wind, and then you're like, wait, what? How does it <laughs> Give me the arsenal? Also, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna split hairs here. But if it is light enough to be blown away in the wind, then how does it use its uh, launched roots to ram anything without just shoving itself backwards? <laughs> yeah, it seems like it would backfire literally uh, most of the time, but they they grow and ram. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it, sh- it, sh- it shoots out the roots and maybe they detach mm, maybe they somehow. Maybe they detach, yeah, right, right, right. They grow that, into that could be. elemental rams or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Hoppip, uh, surprisingly powerful according to the AI Dungeon Pokedex. Yeah, very much more uh, sort of dynamic and aggressive than yes. the Hoppip that I recall. Ooh, yeah. Um, See if it gets more powerful as we go. Yeah, let's let's move on up to uh, to Skip Bloom. Uh, still the Cottonweed Pokemon. It's it's heavier. It's a it's a doubled its weight at a whopping two point two pounds. Um, <laughs> Woo! Yeah, it avoids getting wet. Uh, when it rains, 
I guess. Yeah, these pretty pretty run-of-the-mill entries for, for, right. for Skip Loom. Skip Loom, again, if we go by the original Pokedex entries, kind of a pile of fluff, scared of water. Yeah. All right. Now, Skip Loom. This lovable Pokemon has the ability to use several types of leaves as weapons. <laughs> it uses its leaves as daggers, spears, <laughs> whips, and even to blind its foes. How lovable! In the, in the hands of Skiploom, any leaf is a deadly weapon. <laughs> How do you use a leaf as a whip? <laughs> you, it's, you, like Skiploom. And I like also that they're like even to blind its foes, a thing that you could do with a dagger, spear, or whip. Yeah. Wow, the arsenal expands. Uh, leaves are deadly. Several types of leaves. Yeah, you know, leaves, especially like get some poison ivy, that, that can blind mm, someone. Yeah, uh, whip that into your face. See what so, happens. Yeah. Lovable, though, huh? <laughs> lovable. It's, I do what, love it. It is lovable. <laughs> I really am enjoying the fact that the Pokedex was like, if it goes out in the rain, it'll die. And now they're yeah. like, it can make a spear out of a leaf and blind you with it. <laughs> but it, it is lovable. You, 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 got, you gotta love Skip. <laughs> Strengths and weaknesses, I guess, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 it can be lovable to be to be well equipped for any any foe. Yeah, um, daggers, spears, whips, what any any kind of weapon you can think of. <laughs> I guess or <laughs> the ability to use several types of leaves. So like a handful of different leaves, it can use as weapons. I suppose it's got like an inventory of, of different weapon so abilities. It's probably based like on a leaves. special whip like leaf. It's like a like a vine. fern or something. Or, yeah, or like a vine. Although that's not really a whatever. Yeah. I mean, what kind of leaf is a, is a spear, honestly? And mm. also, like, it's... Yeah. Um, leaves it, have the unique... Pro- and this is not AI dungeon specific. This is true in regular Pokemon as well, that leaves are treated as though they routinely are sharp enough to cut with. Yes. That right. they are basically, like, swords. If you need to teach a Pokemon the move cut, uh, to cut down literal trees, get a grass type Pokemon. Because yeah, hundred percent got... of the time they'll know cut. Which I guess you know there are certain grasses that can cut you, but uh, it seems like the people who made Pokemon had had some particularly bad experiences with I those guess. with those plants. Yeah, but but even still, to be able to cut down like trees and stuff is, is wild. Um, but I guess if you could use leaves as, as daggers, spears, and whips. And even blinding your foes, it's it's no surprise that that, that the lovable Skip Loom can can also cut down trees um, with leaves. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So Skip Loom is is a lovable, incredible weapons master. That's really cool. I love that that imagery. Um, let's uh, let's go to its final form, Jump Luff, uh, and and see what it can it can do. It can hop, skip, and jump. It's uh, it floats around the world. Uh, it's yeah, it seems that seems to be the 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 main crux of its entries is is floating around the world. It's it's globe trotting capabilities. Right. Yeah. Carried by the winds. Yeah. Well, it seems I think it has some other tra- traversal capabilities uh, based on the AI dungeon Pokedex. Right. So it has the ability to move through trees and other objects as if they were air. It wow. can also create a protective cloud around itself. <laughs> protective Again, cloud capitalized. Capitalized like. protective cloud. Um, the AI dungeon has been has been kind to us bef- before now, and and been pretty um, 
pretty explanatory, pretty, mm-hmm. pretty helpful with sort of like definitions and terms. Don't know what a protective cloud is. No, it's it's just like this is a like this is an ability in the game. Look it up there. Like right, protective yes. cloud. It's not, but it's not. And I this. don't think that a cloud would do a very good job of protecting me from well, much. You you don't have a, a capital P protective. Oh uh, yeah, true. Like, I'm just imagining a cloud around right. me, which I guess protects me from being seen by people. That's true. And you know, if uh, if you're moving through trees and other objects like right. there were air, a protective cloud will. <laughs> certainly help you to some extent yeah maybe i also might be able to just phase through whatever i want and probably get away from any danger yeah ability to move through trees which is like okay trees it's like a nymph or a dryad or something and 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 other other objects objects. (laughs) what does that mean you know like trees and objects Uh, just stuff fences trees and what cars trees and other matter (laughs) yeah so I would really love if it was like like Kitty Pride, like they're going through all the X Men and explaining their superpowers, and it's like Kitty Pride ability to walk through doors and other objects, <laughs> ability to walk through Dodge Chryslers and other things. <laughs> it's like, do you mean anything? Everything? <laughs> like, what are we what are we doing here? I guess um, the implication is it, they didn't say, and, you know, every other object. Maybe there are yes. some objects that are limits on Jumpluff's power. I wonder if they're, they're plant-based objects or, or what. Um, but it's nice to see uh, we're, we're kind of pumping the brakes on its, its, its vast arsenal its of offensive ability. capabilities. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but, but, I mean, it, it had all those weapons before, and now it can also walk through walls. So, like, good luck stopping the ultimate master infiltrator and assassin. Yeah. The, the, true, the true professional jump It's blown around the world on the winds, and wherever it goes, it's always got work. Because, uh, you know, someone always wants someone dead. The lovable combat master. Yeah. Uh, and assassin. Um, I hope it can't go through walls, because I don't want jump luck just wandering into my house. No, um, even without the weapons, you're going to get some allergies and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't need that. No. But okay, uh, let's uh, let's keep going here. We've got... got... Mm, Another portentous episode. uh, Yeah, Farfetched. Which was when we had Robert and uh, Will, uh, the other Will. uh, Other Will. Joining us from from 24 Flames Per Second, uh, which is another cool podcast on our podcast network slash family called Partyfish Media, where you can check out at partyfish.media. Partyfish.media! Um, Farfetch was cool. It's, yeah, uh, the wild duck is Pokemon. A, um, a pun. Yeah, it's it's a pun. It's a it's a kind of a joke Pokemon of like, oh, what if Jokemon. a bird just kind of uh, was walking around with its own ingredients to cook it, like, and... Yeah. Uh, then they followed that to its logical conclusion, and they were like, "Yeah, it's almost extinct." Bummer. Yeah. The 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 anime was like, uh, especially yeah, Farfetch make a delicious meal, especially when cooked with leek, because of this, Farfetch is nearly extinct. Um, so so yeah, they uh, they like people like eating Farfetched, um, but uh, maybe they'll have some trouble because uh, we've got some new info from the AI dungeon. All right, Farfetched. It is a very cunning bird. It always has a plan, and it will use any means to fulfill that plan. If a foe dares to come near, it will peck them relentlessly until they retreat. Oh, that, so that, that was your master plan, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it, Brayden, it's very cunning. 
<laughs> they they had a big build up there, like, and then it'll execute its master plan to peck them Fruit. until they go away. <laughs> Don't come near me. I'm planning and plotting and scheming. I'm the very cutting bird. Peck peck which, peck. I think they got the vibe of Farfetch down here. Like it's this is what it looks it like. It looks like a cutting bird. Look very like pleased with itself most of the time or like a little bit angry but like mm-hmm. kind of arrogant yeah especially galarian farfetch which we have coming up here but yeah very cunning bird always has a plan because <laughs> it doesn't have that plan. good of a plan for not going extinct from people eating it yeah how's, how's your plan going farfetch <laughs> not great it's like it, they they're talking about it's like the Wal- the walter white of pokemon <laughs> <laughs> and it'll yeah right It'll use any means to fulfill that plan. Farfetch is the one who knocks. Right. Uh, Pecks. Right. Yes, thank you. Of course. (laughs) Dang it. Uh, I am the one who pecks. Relentlessly. Until if a foe dare comes near, they gotta get pecked. Yeah. Whatever, I got a protective cloud. I don't want to care about some pecks. Also, Farfetch'd, I mean, like, listen, I don't want to get pecked or nibbled or whatever by a duck, but it does have a rounded bill, so, like, I can think of a lot worse birds to be pecking on me. Yeah, it is big, but still, that's not a, doesn't look like a particularly sharp beak. Not um, a particularly vicious mouth. <laughs> no. Gosh. Um... Yeah, let's. Uh, should we keep going and see what its uh, Galarian form Galarian has to say? Galarian Farfetch'd, which in the uh, games is just like much more. It's got a knightly. much bigger leak. Yeah, much um, longer leak. Got, got a shield, I think. Angrier eyebrows. No, you're thinking of its evolution, Surfetch'd. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Um, so there's an evolution. But Galarian Farfetch'd is just yeah. yeah, just just a big leak and angrier eyes expression, and uh, it looks like a sharper beak too. So. Mm. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Galarian Farfetch'd. When it flaps its wings, they're strong enough to... Prepa- to <laughs> I'm sorry. Like most birds. <laughs> when it flaps its wings, they're strong enough to propel it through the air. Yep. When it runs, it can cover incredible distances. It uses this ability to set up devastating strikes. This Pokemon can move. It uses this ability. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Attack. It sets up devastating strikes by going towards its enemy and <laughs> striking them. Oh, it God. always has a plan. Its, it's plan just... is to run at you and then hit you. <laughs> Maybe sometimes it'll fly at you. Unpredictable. So cunning. <laughs> we're, we're so conditioned to... Th- <laughs> to to think of whenever we see the phrase strong enough to do something, we're like, oh, what's it gonna do? Is it right, gonna be able to gonna like unearth a crush a building or, or like yeah. eat a car or whatever? <laughs> no, it just can fly. Repel <laughs> it through the air. Wow, wings, Whoa. incredible. Imagine that propelling it through the air. Wow. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. And when it runs, like most creatures that can run, <laughs> it can cover pretty incredible distances. I don't know. Maybe this is like Roadrunner running. Maybe it can. No, it doesn't say anything about speed. It just says that it can go a long way. Like, that's true. I, that's true. But it, <sighs> it uses this, this, this incredible this ability. This amazing ability. <laughs> I really love the idea that, like, they're just really trying to, like, juice up Farfetch'd. Like, really just trying to, like, puff them up. 
give them some self-confidence. And so they're like, it's so cunning. It's always got a plan. It's always like setting up these amazing strategic strikes. And it's right. like, yeah, it's just a bird yeah, that knows how to fly and like, walk. I don't, need a, I don't need plans. Like, I can fly. Like, And I've got a big stick. What are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, those are your plans. Don't you see? You're so cunning. Oh, gosh. Well... Um, let's like let's let's keep going because it's it's only gonna get uh, more intense for for for, for, for right. the, the, the new evolution which of I Sir-fetched. we just discussed. It does have a shield and so on and so forth. Yeah, and the leak is much more clearly like a sword. Very uh, tall, very tall sword. Very and sword. It's white now, I guess, for some mm-hmm. reason. Um, Surfetched. It is a very intelligent and strong Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It hangs from the ceiling in exclusive. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it hangs from the ceiling in exclusive cabins on trains and uses its powerful beak to rip the flesh from its foes. Oh. So it's a what? vampire now? <laughs> it lives on... It, well, I mean, I don't know what it's doing on trains other than hanging from the ceiling this in exclusive cabins, strike. mind you. Not just in any old cabin on the train will you find a surfetch. Train cabins. I feel like what they what happened here was that the AI dungeon was like surfetched. Yeah, surfetched is like a, a little British gentleman, you know, traveling <laughs> the English countryside by train. Yeah, preying also, on the wealthy and elite. Right, but also it's got a powerful beak. Yes. That it will use to rip the flesh from its foes. I guess it's not clear that it's preying on the inhabitants of of cabins on trains. The fact that those follow, those are in the same, it it hangs hangs from the ceiling and and uses uses its its beak. Like, it's on the train doing this. Yeah, maybe maybe just ride coach uh, next time you're you're riding Mm, a train in Galar. Yeah, Yeah, you might want to be on the lookout for that. Keep keep an eye out for Surfetched hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> I guess using their webbed duck feet. <laughs> the, the, the giveaway that you might be in a cabin with a hanging surfetch is the enormous sword the, hanging the down. Six from the foot ceiling. tall leak. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't be ridiculous, Brayden. They have to check the leak when they get on the plane or on the train. It's Yes, yeah. You gotta put that with baggage. And it's okay, because uh, they don't need it, because no. they'll use that beak to rip Turns your flesh. Out. Turns out they really don't need it. Yeah, the the uh, the Pokedex entries had a lot more to say about the importance of the leak to far fetched life's but b- far fetched life, but it, it doesn't seem like it really cares that much anymore. No, it's got its no. own plans and its own powerful beak now. Yeah. Um I love that oh, the first wow. sentence just sets you up to pretend this it's it's a it's a false flag. Like this is a normal Pokedex entry. Buckle <laughs> yeah. up. <laughs> and, um, Be ready for this you, to you be You got normal. like two words Calm into down. the second sentence before you fell apart. Before I collapsed. <laughs> it, uh, it hangs from the ceiling like okay, in exclusive cabins. Exclusive cabins. Now well, that is what I think that you hit the nail on the head, straight from the jump. That Surfetched is preying upon the wealthy. Of the Pokemon world, because it's yeah. only hanging out in the exclusive cabins to rip. And it's the very intelligent its and strong. It knows yeah, that it knows that who it can target. It knows that the wealthy and the elites are are bleeding this world dry, uh-huh. and it must rip the flesh from mm. their bodies. Surfetched is a clash champion. Yeah, a very, a very grim Robin Hood. Hanging uh, from the figure. ceilings of exclusive trains and ripping the flesh from your foes with your powerful beak is uh, Praxis. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. Um, 
Surfetched. Incredible. Um, we're getting close uh, to maybe wrapping things up here, but I do want to get through this next Is set of Pokemon. Is it really already almost time to wrap up? Yeah, oh we're, we're almost... We're getting close to an hour We didn't even here. get as far as last time. No, and we had way more like preamble and weird stuff. So yeah, this is this is gonna be great. Okay. We're gonna All be right. doing these for okay. a long time. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, um, but we, we we we're gonna end on a, on a on a fun one, I think. All right. Uh, oh, I I this this Pokemon. Porygon, what a tragic tale. The our virtual old, Pokemon. Our old pal Porygon, a real uh, cousin. It's like Mewtwo's sad digital cousin. Yeah, the cyber duck we made to go into space um, that, that could only go into computers. Um, <laughs> and no one and, seemed to care or be interested in that. And its existence only got worse from yeah, there. Yeah, only um, got more corrupted by the internet and the un, the questionable software. That the dubious disk. Into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, capable of moving freely in cyberspace. Um, Horrible nightmare. It was made 20 years ago, according to the Sun and Moon games, mm. uh, using the latest technology of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, where, did, where did they say this Pokemon is copy protected, so it cannot be duplicated <laughs> by copying? GM, 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 GM. What an awful sentence. Um, <laughs> where did they say? Yeah, Porygon the Pokemon... is DRM protected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yellow version. The only Pokemon people anticipate can fly into space. None has managed the feat yet, however. <laughs> We're working on that. Okay. The upgrade will not get us there, but we'll we'll see. Um, we'll see what the AI dungeon could could enlighten us a little more about this. This, this yeah, weird, I'm we're duck. Would love to see what the AI dungeon has to say about the AI Pokemon. You know, yeah, this is yeah, it's it's brethren, it's it's mascot. You know, if 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 the lore follows, this is an entry that Porygon may have been able to have a hand in. Right, right. You know? It's in the it's in the AI dungeon. Right. Yes. Porygon lives in the AI dungeon, or perhaps yeah. is imprisoned there. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so, okay. Porygon. It can centralize the memories and thoughts of a human being to operate super intelligence robots. <laughs> it, <laughs> okay. All right. Keep going. It can also sharply increase its brain's computing capabilities as required. Okay. Uh, I really love the just like. I feel like we're getting a lot more in this episode of Weirdo Zone um, of just like random capitalization sort of scattered yeah, sh- throughout the entry. Sharply entries. increase. Sharply increase. And every time they do it, I'm like, oh, that's a move. So like centralize, capitalized. So centralize yes. is a move my Porygon can use in combat and sharply increase also. Which is like, that's what stats do sometimes in the game, but even those aren't, that's not capitalized in the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, ugh, okay, sharp. So... All right, Brayden. Uh, super intelligence hyphenated. Super intelligence robots. Super, super intelligence robots. But let's try to parse that sentence, shall we? Yes, yes. So it, take can, my... it can centralize the memories and thoughts of a human being to operate super intelligence robots. So it takes all of your blog posts and tweets <laughs> and, and Instagram. Your memories and, and thoughts. It centralizes, centralizes them all. All of that into an algorithm. It then uses that, that that uh, that amalgam of all of your thoughts and memories, to operate a super intelligence robot. We all know what those are, of course. Super intelligence robots. Those yeah. are a given. With yeah. no further explanation offered. <laughs> Just real smart robots. Do you think they're called super intelligence robots because they are apparently like fueled by human thought? <laughs> Uh, quite possible. Um, we'd have to ask Porygon, I oh, guess. Wow, Porygon is doing some cutting-edge science, it seems like, to me. 
I think it's trying to show off after the the kind of bad rapping got yeah, in, in, true. in the original entries. And it's, it's been, been like, well, you want to know what I can do? I'll show you what I can do. Yeah, I live in the information age now, and I, c- I am information, you know? Yeah. Porygon also, has really come into its own. Also, I can, like, Jimmy Neutron-style brain blast to make my brain smarter at computing just as re- it doesn't it, there's no limit on this it's just as required yes like do yes, you need more computing like... capabilities have them you have them forever sharply increase i remember um, so many so few things about jimmy, jimmy neutron, neutron i remember i think i think it was a brain blast jimmy neutron i that's, never watched that show that's maybe for the best um okay <laughs> yeah sorry rip rip jimmy fans rip to jimmy um, um it's, um, but have, yeah, that's a very kind of like self-growing, self-learning AI trait of like it can just increase its intelligence as it needs right. to accomplish the task that it's been assigned, which is I remember super intelligence robots. I'm not sure. In the original entries, I feel like we got there eventually. Like by the time we were on Porygon Z, we were like, okay, this is definitely like a rogue AI that's going to destroy humanity, Skynet style. I mean, not at the Porygon stage. Maybe in Slater Evolutions, um, like that's Shield. I, right. Yeah, Shield version for Pokemon says in recent years a species has been very helpful in cyberspace. These Pokemon will go around checking to make sure no suspicious data exists. Um, not sure what suspicious data is. Um, yeah, that or, could be that could be the, sinister. The parameters and I bet for that. we read it as sinister when we did this original entry. Right, but maybe Porygon is is, is uh, making super intelligence robots uh, to perform this kind of upkeep in cyberspace as well. I have to say though, your read of the centralization process <laughs> is the most like benign and friendly read that is possible. Because my immediate thought that I was like, what is the process of memory and it, thought it centralization? going to be to me right yeah Yeah. i feel like they are brain draining me and then using my psyche that it's sucked out of my husk and centralizing it to like a you know more malleable format right that that probably like smoothing out all of the rough edges of you know my personality and sense of self yeah until i'm just a pure thinking force and then using that to operate super intelligence robots um so it's uh, I know this is what I always say about every Pokemon entry. It's Pacific Rim. Yeah. <laughs> Super intelligence robots. You need extra human brain powers hey, to you make gotta, them you gotta work. You got to centralize that of, of you and your drift compatible partner. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you become a super intelligence robot that can also do punches and kicks. There's Porygons in all of the Jaegers. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's sharply increase our brain's computing capabilities by reading a couple more entries here. <laughs> I doubt that that is going to be the net result of <laughs> and, this. But all we're, right, we're getting smarter with every entry. I can feel it. <laughs> uh, Porygon two. My brain is swelling with power. <laughs> Porygon two. Yes. Um, Silver version says that it exhibits motions that were not programmed. Uh, it mm-hmm. can't fly, even though it was designed for space exploration. Um, Trying to do stuff that it wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> Ultra Moon. Ultra Moon. I forgot about this one. Even though it doesn't die in the vacuum of space, it can't move around very well. Zero gravity. <laughs> <laughs> it just literally doesn't die. That's even its though only... it doesn't die in the vacuum of space, it probably will hit something eventually and die. <laughs> that will kill it, yes. There's a lot of stuff in space, actually. I mean, there's mostly nothing in space. But Also, I'm not sure why what this means, but we gave it a deadliness score of 6, uh, but we also put an asterisk on that 6. I think that my, remem- what, my, my recollection of that was we were saying... This is deadly if we are making the inferences that we're making. Yeah, you know, we're like, it can travel into cyberspace. 
and it's exhibiting behavior that hasn't been programmed. So it's showing every sign of being an independent, self-governing AI that is probably pretty dangerous as right. a result of and, that. And right? they, so, they've updated it with the most cutting-edge technology available for the purposes of planetary development, according to Sun. Yeah, so yeah, there's some, definitely some, some vibes. vague and broad-reaching. <laughs> yeah, okay. But given artificial intelligence, that enables it to learn new gestures and emotions on its own. So yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot going on. Um, we... This man-made Pokemon has been endowed with... Artificial intelligence. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, we're, we're, I'm diving back through all these, but like, the Porygon, Porygon was like in one of the main inspirations for doing this whole show in the first yeah, place. It's so wild, it's completely, completely <laughs> wild, and. Uh, but we should just direct people to go back and listen to the Porygon episodes. Honestly, yeah, they they are great, but let, let's see um, how much better that can be with with right. the AI dungeon. Porygon two, it can perfectly recall anything it has experienced, even things that took place in another location. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Oh. It, per- it perfectly remembers the past, the present, and the future. Oh, my gosh. Um, Woo! Okay. Wow. Uh, so it, this is kind of a thing in AI of, like, hyper-computing capabilities. Like, if it has the data, it can remember anything. Right. And it can predict anything. It can perfectly recall anything it's experienced, even things that took place in another location. You know how you normally can only access memories of things that happened within, like, 40 feet of where you're currently standing? <laughs> right, right. That is not a problem for Porygon 2. No, no. Porygon 2 remembers everything that ever happened to it everywhere on Earth. Yes. And in space. And it experienced... Yeah, wow. Um. So incredible, incredible intelligence, or I guess... Mm memory storage and like you you read that first part of the first sentence i can perfectly recall anything it's experienced i'm like all right it's got didactic memory or whatever mm-hmm. it's called it can it's got perfect recall yeah um and then it's like well it's a little more a little more perfect than that because because uh, it location, also perfectly remembers the future but also remembers the future because it remembers it remembers the past and so it knows all of the possible like motions that and paths that the future can take because it mm. knows everything. My read of that was that it's just like a higher dimensional being that doesn't experience time linearly. Mm. You know? Right, right. Time's a flat circle, et cetera, et cetera. That's Porygon remembers it all. Um, yeah, this is... I'm, I'm drawing a lot on a very particular uh, story I've, I've, I've learned, that, but I don't want to spoil it for people. Oh, but... I'm- we're gonna have to discuss this. It, it involves then, it guess. involves like uh, you know by predicting like all of the possible movements. Like if we get a strong enough computer to like just compute all of the possible data, like we can basically can predict what's going to happen with this. I wonder. This object. Do I know the 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 thing that you're referencing? No. Um, oh. Because uh, I read a book like that once. Oh, interesting. An Isaac Asimov book that called Foundation. Like Foundation. Okay, yeah, I have the I have your copy of that book. I think and I just haven't read it because I'm a bad friend. Um, that's not true. Uh, no, that's not how that works at all. <laughs> no. um, uh, but but yeah, uh, Porygon two. Uh, in either case, um, whether it's you know predictive or just right. transcendent, it, like yes, exactly. It's <laughs> well incredibly <put>. powerful. <laughs> In either case, it can remember the future. So good luck with that. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's see if if Porygon Z takes us in, in any further interesting directions. Um, I recall 
This is where things definitely seem to go wrong. It was, mm-hmm. Its programming was modified to enable work in alien dimensions. Uh, it did not work as planned, mm. period. Um, <laughs> no, no explanation of how and why. It led to noticeably strange behavior. Um, yeah, noticeably strange behavior. Experiment was a failure. Very, very unclear on... Um, all, the, all the red flags that were set up in Porygon 2 are being paid off here in Porygon Z. Yeah, well, well, well let's see if um, Porygon Z's AI Dungeon Pokedex entry can, can enlighten us just a little bit more. All right, so for Porygon Z, it can perfectly access any memory or knowledge, even those that have been deeply hidden from the owner. Jeez. <laughs> it can also perfectly accelerate, stop and manipulate physical laws. Okay. So, um, Porygon yeah. Z is God. At this point, yeah. It's com- completely omnipiet- omnip- omnipotent, omniscient. Yeah. Literally, that's what they've described here. Any memory or knowledge, not its own, right. any, even those that have been deeply hidden from the owner. So, like... Your own repressed memories. Right. Porygon Z knows about those. Or if or Professor X has like hidden a, a secret memory from you. Um, doesn't matter. Doesn't, Porygon, Porygon Z knows. It knows. Um, you know why? Because it can perfectly accelerate physical laws. What perfect, does that mean? Perfectly. It can <laughs> perfectly. do Perfectly. Perfectly accelerate, stop. I would think that manipulate would really kind of cover your bases here. <laughs> But yeah, I do really love. What if the what if the sentence read simply? It can also perfectly stop physical laws. Yeah, like, or even just accelerate a physical law. Like, yeah. What, what does that mean? What are physical laws? What do, um, What does it mean to accelerate the law of inertia? Uh, what do you What do you mean, Porygon Z? Yeah. What if What are we just What if we What if we accelerate gravity? Like, we, well, we. I think would all die. Yeah. I'm pretty sure most acceleration, stopping, or manipulation of physical laws would result in catastrophe on a universal scale. Matter cannot be created or destroyed in chemical reactions. Well, now they can. (laughs) (laughs) I decided, yeah. Any changes to, to mass and gravity and acceleration is going to disrupt the orbits of every planet and star in the universe and send us all careening lord knows where yeah Oregon z only knows where actually yeah this is uh at least we know that it'll be doing it perfectly so right whatever happens will be porygon z's intent it's perfect vision of which you know maybe it deserves it at this point uh for for what we've done to it everything it's been through i hope that it uh has good intentions for us but that is by no means guaranteed. It's it's probably beyond intention at this point. Like Ooh, who even yeah. knows? Like it's it's getting into that sort of like Doctor Manhattan space where it's like, do you even care about the fragile lives of these mortals? Well, they they they've updated it to like explore alien dimensions, and so now it's just like exploring mm. every physical reality at this point. Right. And who knows where that 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 leads um it reminds grabbing hold of our universe like a wad of clay and sculpting it into whatever it wants it reminds me of an anime i watched recently called sunny boy which was very cool and also very like the just the physical laws of the universe is like breaking down around Mm. a classroom of students and then trying to kind of navigate that basically um and yeah uh it Porygon C seems like it could be an instigator of, of that kind of scenario. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Based on this, at least. It can, yeah. Access any memory or knowledge. So it, Is that how... 
this is not a question worth exploring. You know Danganronpa? I know of it. There's like a spooky bear that yeah. makes you solve crimes or whatever. Right, it's like murder it's mystery like that, but, but bear. Porygon, Porygon. Yeah, maybe. Porygon just shows up and is like, welcome to the Twilight Zone. I know your secrets. <laughs> I'm in your house. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's a perfect uh, place to end it um, as we contemplate the, the, the fragile existence of, of reality. And, and physical laws. Um, yeah, that it, it ex- the, the the reality you know exists on the surface of a bubble. Yeah, insert Morpheus quote here. That uh, <laughs> could be destroyed at the whim of Porygon Seed. Oh my gosh, terrifying um, and 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 exciting um, mm. knowledge being gained and accessed here at Beyond the Ball. Have to. Uh, start a Porygon based sort of uh, elder god cult thing. yeah something like that either preparing for its entry or um, attempting to delay the inevitable who knows mm, right um, yeah but yeah we'll we'll do more Pokedex entries generated by AI dungeon um, which is a cool thing you should check out if you if you if you're into like AI shenanigans um, I think it's just AI play AI dungeon io very very wacky fun game um that has has, has helped us supplement our, our podcast i guess for 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 off weeks where we can't record an episode um, supplement our podcast and our lives and our 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 fragile uh minds um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah thank you so much for joining us thank you to party fish media i'm not going to thank the normal sites i usually thank because they they had no part in this they madness. didn't do nothing this time <laughs> uh Thanks for nothing, usual friends. Yeah. Um, try again uh, when we do an actual episode. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll get you that. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go. Um, and you you, depending on I guess how how off our schedule is, you will either return to a, a regularly scheduled program next week or another or one of you'll these. Get we'll see. One of these, you just never know. Yeah, it's like a delightful Kinder Egg. I mean, you surprise. You, you do know most of the time. You'll probably get a heads up of some sort. Don't read the title. Don't just read push the... play. Yeah, just press play. Um, as as we say, at behind the ball. Just press play. It's our slogan. It's in the game. Um. <laughs> Get us out of here. No, Get what we actually out. say is, my name is Brayden. My name is Will. He'll be on the ball. Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.